0: Hello and welcome to Breadcrumbs. This is your host, Ashley, aka Ash Kitten. And I'm here to share my knowledge and insight with you guys to spread love, light, and positivity. So we're gonna get started. Um I wanna say thank you to everyone who emailed me um, on my new email address, which is Ash Star ASMR. At gmail.com. That's A S H S T A R A S M R at gmail.com. Thank you to everyone who did that. Um, I thought it would take like a while for my um, listeners to um, change over to the new email address, but it seems like you guys all got it in one shot almost. Um, I'm still going to continue through the next few episodes to say my email address so um just in case some of you didn't get it but I got a lot of requests for uh, different content and um I replied to every single email so if you didn't get a reply yet I will reply it was just you know I went through some of them and replied but I didn't get them all yet so um so I picked today's topic from, um, one of my friends, Superman and, or I call him Superman, but, um, he's a dear friend and he, um, tells me how much, you know, my podcast mean to him and for him to have picked a topic, I feel like he really needs this right now. So I'll do them, I'll do the rest of them kind of in order of like, priority of if I think it's like really something like somebody needs like right now and then after that in the order that I receive them so um, It makes it just a little bit easier, but if I feel like one is like This is something they really need right now. It's like It's like critical it's urgent Then I'll go ahead and make that Um, Sorry, I'm rambling guys so uh, today's topic is going to be dee, 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 maintaining positivity even in the worst times. Um, so keeping your light shining even in the darkest places. I like that. Um, people do ask me, like, how do you stay positive all the time? I'm sure there's something that gets you down. How how are you always smiling? Where does your positivity come from? You know, you must, people think, some people, think that I live the best life. Like I must have money or something really awesome. Like I must have the best life, easy life. I must have easy peasy lemon squeezy life. Yes, I did use that. I have a five year old and she, is, she says that all the time, so threw that in there um but yeah so my life is not easy I'm not rich I don't have like a lot of things compared to most people but I consider myself rich in a way where I do I have love I have a lot of love in my life my family my sisters my children it's I feel like my friends, you know, like everybody in my support group It just, I feel, I feel blessed to have as much as I do, even just if I just had that and nothing else. But, um, I right now I'm kind of what m- most people would consider in a bad situations. My car's broke down. So, um, and I'm like not, super finance doing well financially um and mainly that's because of my declined health because I can't really like work right now which really sucks because I miss working I I really do (laughs) I might be one of the few people but when I find something that I love to do like I love doing it so I miss like talking to people and being around people and really, like, I always used every work experience as a challenge to like better people's lives. I know it sounds weird, but that's that's because I want to be a life coach in the future. I think, so like any job that I was in, like when I worked at Best Buy, I was like, "Oh, you need advice let talk to me. What do you need like But people would naturally just come to me, so it wasn't like I was just like seeking people out like. Oh, I heard from across Best Buy that you broke up with your boyfriend. Do you need a life coach? It wasn't like that. People would come to me and be like, Ashley, this is what's going on. What do you think? And I I would help them. So it was really cool. Like, I miss that. I feel like I'm doing that a little bit now, but I want to do it more interactive. Like, I want more people to, like, like, get on the Anchor app, and talk to me through there, so, um, you can, you know, talk, we can have a conversation, and it's not just, um, emails, and then me responding through podcast from your emails, like, you could see the interaction, like, I want to have that interaction, um, but I'm not in the best place in my life right now, as far as, you know, financially stable as I want to be and, um, some people would consider me down on my luck. Some people would. However, some people in Africa would think I have it great. I I have running water and indoor plumbing and a roof that doesn't leak. So, I mean, eh. To them, I'm kind of rich. Um, That being said, that's where, you know, you have to start really uh, examining your situation. Um, There's two reasons why you're at the worst, worst time. One is that things are beyond your control and nothing that you did uh, made a direct effect on what happened like for instance if a tornado just came through and sucked up your house and um there you don't have tornado insurance or something (laughs) you have no way of being compensated so you're just like oh well there went my whole life I didn't cause that to happen, although you should have gotten, like, insurance, but, like, nobody has insurance on everything. That's, like, you get insurance for, you know, floods and tornadoes and all this stuff, and then, like, out of nowhere, a sandstorm happens. And you're, like, really? In Florida? What? I thought that was a desert thing. And, you know, then you're just, like, I I don't know what to do. I have no money. I mean, that's not, like a literal situation that would happen but you know you get the gist of what I'm saying like you try to prepare and then something just blindsides you and you're like well I didn't see that coming and so um you just you're stuck you're like well this ruins a lot you know how do you stay positive in that situation because nothing you did caused you to get there well You just have to really just grasp onto the things that you do have. Be positive. Look at the positivity that you do have. The silver lining to the cloud. Like even if like a really bad event is happening to you or has happened to you, you have to kind of claw yourself out of that. It's okay to be upset. No one's going to be like, Oh, my whole entire house got sucked up by a tornado. Yay! I'm so happy right now. Oh my gosh, I just, I'm so elated. Like, so this is the best moment of my life. I'm staying positive. That's that's not what I mean. Not at all what I mean. But you can say, you know, even though I lost a lot, at least I'm still safe. At least I'm still breathing, alive and breathing. My family is alive and breathing. We're okay. No one died. Tornado sucked up the house. Well, it's empty. Hopefully, okay. animals are safe. They're, they they happened to be at grandma's when when a tornado sucked up the house. You know, you can look at you can look at the positive things, and the more you focus on the positive things, you'll notice that the situation doesn't seem as bad, even if it is a terrible situation. So, um, focusing, just focusing in and honing in on the positive things. And there may only be like one positive thing, but there is a positive thing, no matter what there is, no matter what, no matter if you're at the lowest of lows. You know what I say to that? Like when people say, oh, well, it's the worst my life has ever been. You know what? It's only up from there. Can't get any worse. Gotta get better. Tomorrow has to be better than today. Cause then if tomorrow's worse, then you just kind of lied and said it was the worst your life could ever be. And so that, you know, but that, that's what I mean. Like, just really look at the positive and dwell in it. Just try to really think about kind of, kind of just like envelop yourself in that, you know, get lost in it. Some people can, um, you know, go to that happy place, like in, in that movie, with Adam Sandler um what was it called Happy Gilmore um it's it's such a like to me I I love movies that are like funny but then they also have like a message in it a little bit or at least I'm just a deep thinker and I think there's a message in everything but maybe there's no message Adam Sandler probably didn't a message in there but i got a message out of it and it was that you know when you need to to really get yourself out of a place that you're in like you're in a stressful situation and you're trying to figure out what to do go to your happy place go to the place that makes you happy um i had um a friend or follower follower because I haven't actually met this person in person but she sent me a picture of um she called it the yellow room and she's a painter so she painted this beautiful painting and um sent me a copy of it and it's beautiful and it's she said that's her happy place the yellow room and uh, she actually wanted me to like write a poem about it so I did that and um and it was cool because you know that's her happy place yellow must be her favorite color i'm assuming and she just surrounded herself with positive vibes and positive thoughts and she's like i go into that yellow room whenever i'm i'm feeling low and you're gonna feel low you're gonna have moments i've had moments i've had many moments and i can tell you that i can i can really just figure out in that moment, why I can be happy. Like, I'm not saying that I'm just like super happy and jumping up and down. Although I will share with you when my car got repoed because, um, I was somebody that was not very financially stable and spent money, um, just, just all willy-nilly, and, um, I never knew whether the lights were going to be on or off, I never knew, I mean, I mean, by, like, the power being cut out, not, like, if someone's going to turn the light on or off, um, sorry guys, I'm being silly, but I've just been watching so much Cody Co, and it's, like, rubbed off on me, but basically, um, I didn't know which way was up or down. I I was always like in a constant state of confusion and insecurity. Didn't know if we were going to be evicted, moving all the time. Just very unstable environment. And I had my car repoed during that time. And I was at work. At a crappy job, mind you. I was working a crappy job. Sorry, I got interrupted by a phone call. Um, So, back to positivity. Um, So, it kind of depends on your tolerance of negativity. Um, Positivity is something that you practice. It's not something that you just have. You have to practice it it's something that you have to train yourself to go towards immediately after something bad happens you have to cling to the positive um and if bad is constantly happening to you this is where i was going into my second point if bad things are constantly happening to you you have to no longer be naive and ignorant to the fact that some of the choices that you've made can probably be the cause of that and i'm not talking about things that are out of your control like i said tornado comes by sucks up your house not your fault but if your lights are getting shut off been there done that um if your car is getting repoed yep been there oh yeah i was telling that story i'll go back to that um but things like that like you can't believe, oh oh Man, my car got repoed and my lights got shut off and I got evicted. I don't even know why all this bad stuff is happening to me. Maybe it could possibly be that you're not financially stable. Why are you not financially stable? Bad choices. My bad choices were being with the person that was not financially stable. How you can fix that is that you separate yourself financially. Now, I separated myself physically and financially because the rest of the situation was god awful and it just wasn't a place that I wanted to be. But if you're with somebody that struggles financially, either take over the finances or separate your finances. If that's the only issue. Like if I'm I'm not saying leave somebody over that because some people like have problems. Some people just don't know. Like no one ever taught me how to balance a checkbook when I was younger to like it took till to, I was an adult and after I left my ex for me to figure it out that's so a long time so like no one's not everyone's gonna be like oh I've got it down to the penny perfectly um if if someone is a gambler or a bad spender it depends on how much you know how much you want to take of that but if you love them and you want them in your life and you want to help them just don't enable them and separate yourself financially if you don't want to leave them I left my ex because it was many more problems than just that um, and then some people, you know, if that's that's your like thing that drives you crazy and you just can't get over it, then leave the person because you're not going to be happy if you don't think that person is ever going to be helped and you can't be happy living like that. Um, In my situation, I couldn't have separated myself financially unless I separated myself physically because he had control of the finances, even my paycheck that went into his account. So it was just really screwed up. But my car was being repoed um, and I was like, you know? And I was at work. And like I said, crappy job, right? And I just started laughing. I was like, you know, this is actually kind of funny. And my coworker was like, "That's your car getting repoed." I would be crying, and I think I had kind of a, like a mental breakdown though at that moment because I was like laughing, and it was kind of scary. It was like, <laughs> "My car is getting repoed!" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, hilarious stuff! Hilarious. I couldn't have planned it better myself. Um, but I was I was at work, and I still had like six more hours left on my shift. And I was like, you know, I mean, I don't have to worry about this for six hours. I can get a ride home. I'll figure it out. I don't have a car anymore. All right, gotta get another car. But um, I eventually got myself out of that that situation where bad things were no longer happening all the time darn the girls are up so this isn't gonna be too much too much longer maybe like 20 more minutes the most i can do um so you kind of have to evaluate uh why bad things are happening to you is it your choices for me It was my choices in being with someone that was making bad choices. For some people, it is the bad choices that you're making. Um, And after you evaluate, uh, make a plan. Because your plan is actually going to be the light at the end of the tunnel. So, like, my plan was leaving and becoming financially stable on my own. Um, And I can say that I'm more... Financially stable than I was then, because lights were always getting shut off and it was just a mess. Um, But I'm not in the best place right now, where I want to be. Like, um, and that's mainly due with my health, and that is something that's out of my control. So we're going to talk about both, you know, in control and out of control things, circumstances, Um, and tolerant levels. Like, there are some people that it's kind of like pain tolerance but an emotional pain or emotional you know stuff that you can take I have a very high pain tolerance when it comes to emotional stuff I can take a lot of stuff that's because I've been conditioned over the years because I've had a lot of bad stuff happen more than most people go through in their life I've been through a lot and I'm not bragging about it or like like weird flex right um but but i'm i'm explaining that you know over time i've developed kind of this hardness to rough situations and um i'm very proactive as soon as something happens i'm like okay what can i do to fix this what's my plan because like i said the plan is your light at the end of the tunnel um, now when it's things out of your control it's nothing you can change that from happening again i mean per se like i mean you can't stop a tornado with really anything but um you you can have a plan to get back on your feet you can have a plan to um you know save up money and you you can have a plan so your plan is your light at the end of the tunnel and you concentrate That's your saving grace, light at the end of the tunnel, you focus on that, and um, that's what's going to save you from focusing on the negative, because if you focused on the negative, you would just keep spiraling down into this black hole. Um, You're going to have to think about everything and kind of like step out of your out of yourself for a minute because in that moment when you're like it feels like you're falling just endlessly falling from the sky and the, into a black abyss and you don't know like where what you're falling into it's just black and dark and you're just falling free falling just falling and falling and falling and um, that's when you're going through something really hard no like Like I said, my tolerance level is like really high. So like I could have, you know, the eviction notice on top of a a jury duty on top of like all all these things. Like I could have car repoed, um, my dog died, like all these horrible things could happen. And I would be able to hold it together better I think than the average person but that's because I'm just really trained at clinging to positivity I trained myself to really just cling to any kind of positivity I can even think of in that moment like okay well um if you know it's something like an animal passing away Uh, Because that's harsh. I'm not, that's not something I'm even joking about. It's serious because to me, I love animals and they can become like family members. And when you lose one, I think everybody's known this feeling. It feels like you lost a family member. And you can cling to the positive, cling to those positive memories of that animal or person that's died, but I really don't want to talk about something so devastating. Sorry, I get interrupted when they're up. <sighs> okay. Um, so you're going to figure out whatever it is that could possibly be a positive thing. Um, and, and death of an animal. Be all those positive memories. And the things that you did that made you happy. And the fact that your animal may have lived a long life and had a wonderful life with you. You may have saved that animal, like it could be a rescue animal. Just cling to all the positive things that you can and like build that in your mind. And after time goes by and when bad things happen, you you'll have more of a resilience to it when you practice that positivity. Practicing positivity is the most important thing to maintaining positivity. It's like a car that runs on gas, we run on positivity, and then we have to keep doing it, keep gaining positivity and filling ourselves with positivity in order to keep going. Um, If not, we're gonna run out, and then we're just gonna turn to a negative Nancy and just be full of negativity because what replaces positivity is negativity. It's either you're negative or you're positive. There's no indifference. People are like, meh. Meh is not a thing. Meh is a cop-out to I'm just too lazy to tell you how I really feel. Because either people are happy with their lives or they're sad with their lives. Nobody's indifferent to their life. Like, uh, I mean, it's alright. It's it's whatever. That's a cop-out. That's total cop out. You just don't want to share your feelings, and it's whatever, you don't want to share your feelings, cool, but you feel some type of way about your life. Either you're really happy about it, or, really, or you just don't like it. Um, You you just can't be indifferent to it. It's it's just the way we're made. We either appreciate the things that we have, or we don't. And there's no in-between, it's like, you know, I mean, I like my car like people are indifferent it's like okay well let me take away all the stuff that you have then then what like if you're indifferent to your car let me just have it do you think they'll be like yeah, go ahead have my car it doesn't matter to me either way either way is fine you can drive my car I can drive my car I'll just walk to work it's not it's, it's same same thing meh No, they're not gonna do that because they do appreciate their car. Or if they're like, yeah, I have a car, then they don't appreciate their car. (laughs) Like it's, it's. no one's indifferent to their life. I've just never really, I'm pretty insightful and I feel like that's a defense mechanism to having to explain what your opinion really is because you, you're you on the fence about everything, or you're meh about everything, then no one can criticize your opinion, so it's a huge defense mechanism, and um, I just, I mean, I guess, like, there's some situations where, like, if someone's just, like, stoned all the time, they're just gone out so far out that they just don't even really care about life in a way that we do um, but for those of us who live in reality you're not me about your life um, so either you're filled with positivity or you're filled with negativity um, you can be filled with both but that balance is hard to maintain like the, if it's more negative than positive then the negative is going to shine through if it's more positive than negative then the positive is going to shine through um, I try to get out all the negative I talked yesterday about um, different techniques of getting rid of negativity and pouring out your negativity and releasing that negative energy out of your body and out of your mind Um, and then filling yourself with positive thoughts, positive affirmations. I mean, even if there's nothing good going on and you can't cling to anything positive in the present, you can always cling to positive in the future. That's what faith is about. Like when I left my ex, I had no money. I had nothing, I had nothing. It was like literally nothing, I had nothing. I walked out with clothes on my back, that's all I had. I appreciated the clothes on my back. That kind of positivity doesn't get you very far. Oh, at least I have clothes on, not naked. Like, well, yeah, but that's not enough positivity to stay positive. So I had to cling to that light at the end of the tunnel I was talking about, the plan. I had to make a plan, figure out how what I was gonna do. And that light at the end of the tunnel got me through. I would focus on and visualize. I'm going to be financially stable. I'm going to get a better job. I'm going to get my own car, which I did. It's broke down now, but that's besides the point. I got to that light at the end of the tunnel. I got financially stable. I got a great job. Had a lot of great things happen. And it's because I visualized it and it's because I was chasing after it and that's all I Thought about. I had my head down. And I was working toward that goal. I did not dwell in that negativity because if I did, all those bad things that were happening to me. I mean, it's enough for some people to have done terrible things, like gone off and just, done, just turned to drugs, or or turned to addiction, or of anything, um, or turned to suicide. Those types of things, like for some people that they can't they can't uh they're they're in that constant falling state of falling and they don't know how to stabilize themselves so they have to end it they feel like oh i have to end this because it's gonna just never end but if you just focus close your eyes and focus you will no longer feel like you're falling you're you'll feel focused and you can look at that goal and whatever that goal is now um Sometimes the choices that we've made to get us to where we are is the reason why we're in our situation, and we had to make we have to train ourselves to make better choices. So, sorry, I got interrupted again. Um, the choices they made to get you to where you are, if they were bad choices, then you have to learn from them too. You can't be you can't be naive and you can't be ignorant and you can't be one of those people that says, "Oh, bad things just keep happening to me. It's just, it's just my life. Like I'm cursed. Bad things are going to keep happening to me. Yeah, they are. They are because you're saying that because you're visualizing and because you are putting that out into the universe. And I'm not trying to be, like, this is tough love, guys. Because if you're that person, and I was that person, so I'm sharing knowledge to impart on you from knowledge that I have gained through my experiences that I don't want you to have to repeat. Um, But I have been through that. So I know that feeling of, like, oh, bad things just keep happening to me. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Something... Just is wrong with me. I, I just bad things keep happening. I don't know. Well, after stepping outside of myself and evaluating my life, I'm like, one, I'm not in a stable relationship. My relationship is just absolutely toxic. So that I don't know. Maybe like, mm, if I change that, something might go right in my life. And I, yeah actually it did so evaluate your life and um and i'm constantly in a state of evaluation i'm always evaluating everything because um i want to make it i want to get to my goal i want to be a better person every day um i i really just want to uh, make a difference in this world And that sound you just heard was my bracelet slipping on the wall. I was leaned against the wall. My health is not the best, um, sitting leaned up against the wall, um, not, not complaining or anything, but I can say that right now my, um, physical condition isn't the best and I'm staying positive. And that's, um, I'm maintaining that positivity because I look at the light at the end of the tunnel. One day I will be able to do things that I wanna do again. I'll be able to go out and, um, you know, be outside of the house all the time instead of stuck inside and not doing anything and being just a lump on a log um, I focus on the fact that I can at least reach out to you guys, and you guys reach out to me, and it makes me so happy. You just have no idea when I like get emails from y'all and um, responses. You know that I've helped you or changed your life in some way. It means a lot because it helps me with my positivity. Um, and maintaining the positivity, there's another key factor: surrounding yourself with positive people. And, uh, I've only read a couple of books that are like geared toward like how, how to get rich, not get rich quick schemes, but like how to be, um, successful in life, like those types of books, but more toward like financially. And there's a rule that if you surround yourself with people with more money than you, then you will attain that level of success. Like, always do that. It's kind of the same thing with positivity. At least at the same level or higher. You need to surround yourself with people who are positive about life. For instance, um, I have friends that are also super positive and um, just really, like, when I need a positivity boost, I go to them. And they're the ones telling me the same thing that I'm telling you guys. Oh, you need to look at the positive. You need to you need to look at the light at the end of the tunnel. You need to make a plan. What's your plan, Ashley? What are we going to do about this? I mean, it's actually pretty great because now you have an opportunity for this. And and then I'm like, "Oh, wow. Oh, okay. It's it's good to have that positivity bouncing back at you because I also they've came to me in the same situations. You have to have a support group. You have to have people that lift you up. If you're around somebody who's constantly tearing you down, I guarantee you you'll never maintain that positivity because they're constantly draining it from you. You have to cut that off. You have to. And that's what was happening to me, but um, and it was it was to devastatingly low levels of of like negativity or high levels of negativity, but low. I had lowest self esteem, devastating low ever, because just all my positivity was being drained out every second of every day except when I was at work but when I was home every second and um so (laughs) the kids the kids are so cute um that's that's really how you maintain is that you practice positivity until you get good at it Until that's the first thing you think about because like it's not going to be the first thing you think about when you first start doing this positivity training. Um, It's kind of like working out like one workout is not going to make you buff. Same thing with positivity. You got to you got to practice it and practice it till your positivity can become a shield for negativity. And that will save you in a lot of situations. You'll get a thicker skin from negativity. And that's me. Like, I have a high tolerance for negativity. Um, So much so that I can actually be around people that are negative for periods of time. I don't let myself dwell around people that are like that. But I have some people in my family that are uh, negative Nancys. And uh, that's blood family. And for me when I outweigh you know what outweighs the other which is better getting rid of this person in my life or tolerating this person and trying to uh, contribute some amount of positivity and I I myself personally came to the decision that contributing some amount of positivity but only limiting them so much in my life like I don't hang around that person I don't make it a point to always be around that person. But when I am around that person, I prepare myself. It's almost like going into like a football game. Like, you know, like you could get those like, elbow pads on, like what all the stuff that football players wear. Shoulder pads, sorry, not elbow pads. I don't wear elbow do they wear elbow I don't know, I wasn't in football, so I don't know. But you gotta get your gear on. You gotta be completely loaded up with positivity. In order to deal with a situation like that, and at the end, you're still gonna feel beat up, and you gotta get out, and you gotta, you know, take some time to recoup. Cause I mean, football players don't do games back to 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 back every day. Then they would be wore out and they wouldn't be worth anything. So, or any any sport, any any sport, they don't they don't do that. So that's the point. You're exerting positive energy. You need time for recoup. If you're dealing with those types of people. And in some situations, you have to just completely, just completely eliminate that person from your life. If they're draining you so much that you can't recoup, or it takes you too long to recoup, or even just a small amount of time with them is dangerous to your health. Uh, That was the case with my ex. So, um, definitely... Practice positivity to maintain the positivity. Surround yourself with people who are uh, positive thinkers and positive doers and have positive actions. And the light at the end of the tunnel, I want you to focus on that, whatever it is that is your way out of the situation that you're in or in the future how it's going to be like visualize it and see that thing happening if you're at a crappy job but at the moment that's all you can do that's all you can get don't be down on yourself about it if you know that you've tried your best you know because i i've gotten some messages i will address this i've gotten some messages from people that are like well you say go after what you want to do in life but sometimes it's not always plausible and even if you try to take a risk it could affect your financial situation and stuff like that um case in point some person someone wants to be an actor and they um they said that you know they have a job where it's a menial job they don't love their job they hate their job they're I'll say it because I didn't expose anybody's name, but they're a dishwasher and they don't like their job. They don't get paid that much, but it's all that they can do right now because they don't have um, very much going for them in the line of experience and stuff like that. But they have a lot of like acting, um, training and stuff like that. So that's what they want to do. That's their passion. That's their goal. Um, so they're like, so you're just saying quit my job and just like on a whim go out to Hollywood and say, you know, I want to be an actor. No, n- never, never would I would say never. So hopefully when you guys listen to me, if you have any questions about my intents or like what I'm saying as far as advice and you're about to make a big life decision based on what you think that I said, even if I didn't say those words, please message me so I can clear it up for you. Um, Because no, I would say make a plan and let that be your saving grace. You're in a situation where you hate washing dishes. um, And so you're... Um, oh my gosh, remind me of video game. My son had me play. Sorry. (laughs) It's so weird. It just like flashed to a video game. Um, it's how my mind works. I'll explain the correlation in a second, but say you're like, you're washing dishes while you're washing those dishes and you feel like it's the worst thing in the world. While you're washing those dishes, go to your happy place happy gilmore go to your happy place and in that happy place you're on stage and you're reading a script it doesn't take a lot of effort to wash dishes you can be somewhere else not like you're gonna cut off a hand or something like you're not you know chopping fish (laughs) or like that was part of the game reference but i'll i'll explain that in a second um so you can just go to another place in your mind and be in that place you know some people do that with music you can listen to music and be in another place it's it's a mental game your mind is your battlefield that's where you're fighting all the time and you can either have the battlefield going for you like you can actually set up the battlefield to win or you can set up the battlefield to lose setting up the battlefield to lose is just Putting the minds everywhere and just like everywhere you step but instead if you fill it with all the happy things in your life it doesn't look like a battlefield anymore it's, a, it's your happy place it's a place that you are fighting off negativity and you're not allowing negativity to enter in and um, so I say to this person my advice was and I already emailed them and cleared everything up because I didn't want to wait till a podcast and then they already have quit their job and moved to hollywood california and then been like well that was the worst advice ever given even though it wasn't my advice but i do not want them to think that so my advice was my actual advice was have a plan and uh start looking in your local area of improv um co- if you're into comedy comedy Um, whatever kind of acting you're into if it's drama whatever um and theater groups community theater stuff like that because um moving to la or or hollywood california is just a a giant step and yes where there's high risk there's high reward but also there's high chance of loss and and we don't want to take that loss for no reason no one wants to take an l for no reason you can build up to something like that you can save up money with your dishwashing job you can um start you know you can be the best darn dishwasher that that restaurant has ever seen and um i'm not being sarcastic i'm being real with you i was i worked at a gas station and where those jobs are there's a lot of There's a lot of people who just don't care and don't commit. And if you're one of those people that cares about that job, you're gonna show your employer something, something that they haven't seen before. And they're gonna notice you. I don't care even like, if you have the crappiest boss in the world, they're gonna notice you because they can't help but notice you. You're the one person who shows up on time every time for a dishwashing job. I was on time every time for my job at, at a gas station and i um, not saying if you work at a gas station that's a menial job for me it was just I hated it so I, to me that I just didn't love doing it um but I found the positivity in it and to me that was one of the worst times of my life I was you know with my ex still and um and I I was miserable at home and I'd go to work and I thought how can I make this experience today the best experience of my like ever like just every day I tried to top myself like I would I would um put things on the counter like little people thought it was like a nut job maybe but to me I felt good about it like I was putting like positive affirmations taping them on the counter and um and I was allowed to of course um my boss let me but I was trying to make it I was trying to do the best at that job that I could possibly be and the most key points were that I was on time, that I was positive, that I did everything that I was asked to do, that I did it with a happy heart. Um and, and some of that stuff like who yeah. some of the stuff you have to clean as a gas station attendant. It's not fun. But if you make it if you do it joyfully, I guess you could say. Not like you I didn't enjoy it, but I was happy to do it if that makes sense. Like I would be like, sure, I would do that. I'll do that. And my boss would always be like, Why? Does she like doing this? And like, um and probably got got um picked for doing things that other people could have done. They were just like, Oh Ashley likes doing it, so I just give it to her. But um, my boss took notice of that, and I was only there for eight months, and that's, that's um, not a very long time for a job, you know, but because of the raving review, like the amazing raving review, plus the experience that I had at other places, um, and all the the people that I could use as a reference the next job was like so happy to bring me on like we are so excited about bringing you on our team and like you do realize that I was just working at a gas station and you picked me above somebody else who has I mean a little bit more experience in this like I, I don't understand um but it was because my boss was just so happy about you know, me as a person and having me working for him, all he could say it was, oh, she was on time every time. She was always, she would call, if someone would call out, she'd be the first person there. She walked to work because at, after losing my car, I was working there. After losing my car, I walked to work. So, and then I got a bike and then I biked to work. But you do what you gotta do. You gotta make a paycheck, right? <laughs> So a family can't, can't, uh, dip out on that. So my boss just had all these great things to say about me. And, um, it was, it was really helpful in moving forward. So my advice to this person was have a plan, be the best darn dishwasher that you could possibly be and get noticed by being the best dishwasher, be on time, do everything that you're supposed to do. And while you're dishwashing, zone out. You don't have to be in in your frame of mind to spray off dishes and put them in a machine like that cleans the dishes. Or if you have to hand wash every dish, you really don't have to be all present. You just, you, you know, like I've washed dishes plenty of times at home and I've just zoned out into another place. Because I hate washing dishes. Not a fun place. Not a, not a fun place to be present in. Um but I would, I would just go to my happy place and that's what you need to do is go to your happy place. See the light at the end of the tunnel, visualize your success, make a plan, surround yourself with positive people and practice positivity. And I guarantee you that when those bad times come, um, after a while, you'll have developed this thicker skin that is more resilient to negativity and, um, Also, you'll be an asset to other people because they're going to look at you and say, holy moly, like this person just lost their job and they're still smiling. What? That's crazy. Oh, so I'll tell you about the game because I know you're now like wondering about it. Then I'm going to go into my last part that I was going to touch on. Um, So my son... Downloaded this game because he's we're always playing video games together and um, He downloaded this game. It's like what's become of Edith Jones or something I probably have the name messed up, but basically it's like a mystery slash story game and you go through it It has tons and tons of like little um, Stories all intertwined to this one big story, but one of the little stories was this guy who worked at a fish uh chopping place and you chop the heads off of fishes and that's all he did just one fish chop grab another fish chop grab another fish chop grab another fish chop and he would put it into this guillotine like thing just right next to it and it would chop the head off he wouldn't even do he didn't even hold the knife he would just slide his hand over like grab the fish slide it over under the guillotine thing and it would chop it and he would continuously do that and Um, he would zone out into this world where he is a famous person and and he became king and he like had an entire world going on in his head and um, and then like I guess it doesn't really tell you exactly what happens but you see like blood on the guillotine thing and you know it's not fish blood because as he's doing it like as fish heads are being cut off I think they're frozen or something because there's not like blood going anywhere but then like um, you see he's doing it and there's not even a guillotine thing there like he's just doing it I don't know it's a mystery it's a weird thing but he's like moving the fish and there's no fish. He's just like moving his hands in that motion. And he's like stuck in that world. He can't even get out of it. He's like stuck in his imagination. And um, he has like this blank look on his face. It's not even in reality. And then um, then like later, it ta- talks about like after he died or whatever. But then it goes, there's all these people in Edith, Edith's family apparently have all died of weirdly young age. And... Um, not of the same thing. They just all mysteriously have mysterious deaths and it goes into a story on every single one of them and um, like one was taking a picture of a deer that he caught, Had just got with his daughter. That was actually just dad I think that died and he just fell off the cliff. It was like all these weird deaths, but um it just reminded me like When I was talking about, like, going to the happy place and stuff, he went to his happy place, but he never got out of it. He never got out of reality. And I guess he, like, died there or something, or never left and died. I don't know. But I just wanted to bring, like, I didn't want to be that person that was like, oh, that reminds me of, oh, no, I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry about it. So, now you know it wasn't a big mystery. But, um, so the other thing that I wanted to... Touch on was a story. Um, this person actually really is the first person who really inspired me with faith, like in my spiritual faith. Um, I was a Christian all the way up, you know, up to this point. And I was always a Christian, like growing up. This is where I really started to figure out what faith was. And um, I came home from work and this woman who lived upstairs from me upstairs apartment. these are like private apartments. so it's like a house that was built on top of another house. Kind of weird, but not a duplex. It was it it was apartments. but they were private apartments. So anyway, this lady that lived upstairs, I come home and I've told this story before. Um, but maybe some of you haven't heard it. She was dancing on her front lawn. And I'm like, oh, she must have won the lottery or something. She is happy. I've never seen somebody so happy. She's praising God. She's just excited about life. And I go and I'm like, wow, what amazing thing happened. And she's like, I lost my job. I'm like, you got another job? Did I hear you wrong? Because that just sounded like you said you lost your job. But you cannot be happy about that and excited and praising God and jumping around. thats just, that's just not normal. And um, she's like, no, I lost my job, I got fired. I'm like, you, you're the most sincere, honest, loyal, committed person I've ever met. And you know what her job was? She would go into the field and pick Fern. That was her job. And every day she was so positive about it. But I knew deep down inside that, that she had to have gone to a happy place at that job because it's just a, that that job I couldn't do that job. The sun is beating on you and you're just sorting fern and you have to get a certain amount and you get your paid per bunch. So you gotta be fast or you make no money. And oh you don't even make no you don't even make that much money. People who do it are the people who who aren't typically aren't legally able to be employed in this country. I mean, that's just the truth. I'm not being, you know, I'm not being any type of way. I'm just saying that that's typically the type of people you find doing it. Um, but she was doing it because it's the quickest job she could find, she had a family to support. And that was really an area where there weren't a lot of jobs available. I was really blessed to get a job there as computer technician because it just, there's no jobs. So she was on the field picking fern. And she did it for years. She she did it for 10 years. 10 freaking years. And the day that she loses her job, realizes that she, like she doesn't have another job to step into, she's just all happy about it. I'm like, why? And she tells she talks to me about faith of a mustard seed and and that God's got it. She knows in her heart that she doesn't have to work anymore out in the field picking that fern. That's her light of, like, that's her positive, positive way of looking at it. Like I don't have to go every day in that field and pick fern anymore. I no longer have that job. I'm so happy and I'd be happy too. Uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd probably be happy too if I, I mean, that after 10 years, Ten years how could you ten freaking years like that's insane to me. I I could I couldn't do it. She had to be going to her happy place. Like, I couldn't do it. Anyway, so she was telling me that no matter what, God's got it and she knows that no matter what, she's gonna have to she's gonna have a better job. God's gonna take care of her, so she's gonna have one soon and her family's gonna be taken care of because he's never gone without taking care of him. And that was true. Woman got offered a college education so she can work for their company and I was like what so it, it was just really like that's a really great story because inspirational like when I actually came to a position where I lost my job I started thinking in that way and it actually made it a lot better and a lot happier because I, I was able to be positive about and I didn't lose the job as computer technician, I had, I left that job, but the other job, another job that I had, um, some stuff happened, and sorry, I think I got cut off, so I had to start recording again, um, but I, I was just, like, blown away by the amount of positivity that she had, and I carried that into my own situations, and, um, it helped so much, like, I, that's probably why I was la. but you know what that's why I was laughing when my car got repoed because I was like I was like dancing around and laughing and smiling like well I, you know at least I got this and at least I got that and at least I got a job like even though it was a crappy job I had a job so it's just you have to really change your perspective and appreciate what you have in order for you to be able to get through those situations because there's never going to be a time when everything is at peace the world is chaos there's never there's not you you could have the most wonderful life and love your life and then all of a sudden a tornado comes it's just not you can't plan your life to be perfect you can't because there's extenuating circumstances even if you make all the right choices which no one has ever done in the history of ever so don't feel bad when you make wrong choices because you're learning you look at those bad choices don't be down on yourself about that you made those bad choices but you can learn from them it's it wasn't for nothing don't make it for nothing because if you keep repeating the same mistakes then then you're doing it for nothing you're you're kind of like being naive about it, and that's what I was saying before about like, don't be ignorant, don't be naive, open up your eyes, figure out what it is that's going on, do an evaluation. If it's things beyond your control, figure out how you're gonna get out of it and plan ahead and look look toward that light at the end of the tunnel. And if it's choices that you're making, first step is to quit making those choices or make a choice to put yourself in a better situation. Um, and when you, like, and when I said, you know, the people, the support group of people, you have to surround yourself with people that are, um, extremely positive because you may need someone's understanding of a situation. Oh, I lost my entire house. need somewhere to live. Well, a negative person is be like, oh, I don't need another, I don't need another person having to pay, I have to pay electric and that's going to go up and, oh, I just can't. No. They're never going to let you stay with them. And if they do, they're going to make your life hell. But if you have a positive person, I'd love to help you. I'd love to, to contribute to your journey. And like, those are the type of people that you want in your life. Not to use them, don't use them. But also be there for them. Build positive relationships with positive people. And you will never be in a place where you are without. It's true. Anytime I found myself in a really bad spot, I've been able to get help. Like right now, my car is just, the engine's blown, whatever. And um, anytime I need a ride somewhere, I'm I'm pretty, it's pretty easy to get one. Um, Recently, I kind of had a situation where my ride fell through, but that wasn't like, that's not typical. I usually am able to get to where I need to get and, um, and other things like food and, you know, things that I need, is always there, um, but if I dwelled on the fact that my health is in, in a bad state right now, and I'm, and feel like it's declining, um, significantly, especially from even over the past, like, eight months I've noticed significant difference from like eight months ago to now and it's just getting worse and worse and although I feel like I've had certain symptoms since I was a kid um I feel like it's at an all-time like it's just all the time symptoms and I have no control over that Nothing that I can do can change that. So I can't dwell in that because then what is that? That's negativity. But if I look at the positive, dwell in the positive, think about the positive, surround myself with people who are supportive and loving and positive. And if you don't have people like that, find people like that. Um, you can go on meetup because there's actually positive positivity people in there. Um, Activists are usually positive people. People who love animals are usually positive people. I'm just saying, there's like a correlation there. Like cat lovers and dog lovers usually are really upbeat, positive people. Most of that I I know that I've met, but um, find people who who care. You can find those people. Those people exist because I have people like that in my life. Some A lot of times family members, they don't even really acknowledge that much are really positive people that you don't really know like your cousin that you never talked to but then you realize like hey i just saw on their facebook they have a lot of posts about positivity maybe i should talk to them like people who are now facebook isn't like a telltale of someone's personality of course like i've met negative people who post positive stuff but i'm just saying like look in the most obvious of places family is one of the most obvious of places for positive influences and positive people um you can join you can join a club of some sort that that piques your interest I guarantee you at least one of those people is going to be a positive person and how you know is when you when you show up they're they're the they're the person that's bubbly that brings like a positivity to the room because that's that's as people say I do and I'm not any kind of special person like I don't light up a room with my looks or anything it's that i bring a positive vibe so people want to be around me and like i talk to people positively and i uplift them i am always uplifting every single person when i go into a gas station i compliment the gas station attendant maybe because I have an extreme respect for people who are behind that counter now but also because every person that I come in contact with is a person that I could affect and that I could make a difference in their lives even if it's just a compliment even if it's just they went home that day and like wow that was the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me because typically people that you know have menial jobs like what are considered menial jobs by society standards anyways, um, they get overlooked a lot. Like, I guarantee you, you went to a gas station sometime in the last week, you don't even remember what the gas station attendant looked like. You didn't pay attention, you were thinking about your crunch bar and your soda. That's what you were thinking about when you were, when you were getting gas. Talk to the person. Start up a conversation. Find out, you know, what they're going through. Give them some good advice. Just, you know, like any, there's this one gas station that I go to. I know like this girl's whole life history. Whenever I see her, I'm like, how's your back doing? She was in a car accident. You're like, you know, I I can't tell you how much of a difference that makes in those people's lives. Cause it made a difference in my life. When somebody like, wasn't like holding out their hand for change and walking off. When someone was like, hey, how's your day actually going? Not just like, hey, how's your day? Because everybody already knows that like, you know, when people are nervous, they just kind of like, hey, what's up? How's your day going? How's it been? Been busy? When you have that kind of tone, it's not really inviting. It's just something to like conversation to keep you from feeling awkward about not talking to the gas station attendant. And but when you're bubbly about it, when you're happy about it, when you're like really care and you're like. So tell me, like, how is everything going? How, how's your life? How's everything going? Do you have kids? You know, like, you just start up a conversation. I mean, I'm not saying do it in the middle of like, when there's like a line all the way to the door. Some people will get mad at you, but there's plenty of times when you go into a gas station there's not like anybody around or a whole bunch of people in there. You can talk to the person in there, you can, Spread a little bit of positivity. And I guarantee you, that little bit of positivity that you just gave on that person fills you up sevenfold, tenfold. I guarantee you. To me, whenever I uplift somebody, I feel like that's why I do it so much because it just makes me feel so good. Um, I'm always like, oh man, you're an amazing person. Or, I just read your tattoo. Did you come up with that? And like start a conversation with them and like, Oh yeah. Like I write poetry. Like that's amazing. Is that your passion? Do you love that? Like, yeah, I love it. And like, I love that too. So it's, it's a common interest, but, um, you know, like uplifting people, getting to know them. That's, that is what spreading positivity is about. You don't even have to like really you don't even have to compliment them you just pay attention to them i like complimenting people and edifying people because that's in my nature and i'm just always like oh my gosh your eyes are so beautiful or wow your hair looks amazing did you do that like i i'm always uplifting people just 24 seven. so it's like in my nature but i also start conversations with them i care about their life i remember details um i try to remember details my memory is so bad because of this illness but I try and sometimes I'll even this is bad but I'll even like write stuff down and to remember so next time I see that person I'll remember that detail about the person when I was a marketer that was huge like I would be like okay this person has dog in office remember to bring dog treats next time like I would write down everything and man they loved me I'd come in with dog treat, like, hey, how's Fluffy? I didn't even remember it was Fluffy until five minutes before I went in and looked at the card, but I made a difference in that person's life. And yes, I was being genuine. It's just, I don't remember things, so I have to figure out a way to remember things better. But, um, it's just making a difference in people's lives. That fills you up with positivity. It does. So, be the positive influence. Surround yourself with positive influences. Maintain that positivity by practicing positivity. Practice it. If you have to practice it without even anybody around, practice it on yourself. There's nothing wrong with edifying yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. I am great. I am courageous. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am handsome if you're a guy. I am awesome. I am smart. There's so many things you could say about yourself. You just keep going. Do that. Because then you're practicing it. You're practicing positivity, positive affirmations. There's reason why there's the word positive in it, because you're saying positive things, practicing positivity, and practice positive thoughts. Don't let yourself go into a negative headspace when you're in a negative situation. Um, like I said, my faith is so it's grounded in something so solid that's unshakable that no matter what my situation is. Um, and it has a lot to do with um, that lady that I was telling you the story about in the beginning, Um, that experience where she was just excited about losing her job, that began my my journey of faith. And I'm at a place where my faith is so grounded that it's unshakable. And that's because my faith is grounded in in God, which is unshakable. It is in a place where it's safe. Like He's holding on to it. So like anything could happen on earth, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, God's got this. Um, so that's a big part. That's a big part of maintaining your positivity. Because for me, faith without that that in my life. I don't think that I could be positive. Because there's a lot of situations that I'm like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. What could happen is, and then I would list all the negative things, and, and, but then I'm like, oh, well, no matter what, no matter what, I have my faith. And, and even if that's all I have, I'm spending eternity in a beautiful place forever. Like, that's, that's just an amazing thought to think about. But like, that's the greatest light at the end of the tunnel I've ever seen. Um, I, I'm not saying kill yourself for that light at the end of the tunnel. But I am saying that if that's all you have, because that's all I had when I walked out of the house and left my ex. It's all I had. And then it closed on my back. That's all I had. So positivity, you... For positivity, faith is, like, the... If you were playing a video game, that's, like, XP or... Yeah, experience points, XP, like fifty thousand, right? It just like just raises the level your level of positivity like enormously. And um, doing all these things to maintain that positivity—that's how you go through um, the hard and rough times. I mean, if you know something is coming, this is this is the other thing I want to talk about too. So, for instance, when you foresee negativity coming, sometimes you can avoid it and sometimes you can't. Like um, death of a family member. You know that this person is sick and you know within the next five years, you're gonna have to deal with the death of that family family member. I'm not saying deal with it right then, before they die, because that would be weird but i am saying prepare yourself for that shield yourself with that negativity practice positivity all the time and start kind of um really preparing yourself your mind and your heart for the loss of that person and i'm not saying it's so hard to explain this because i'm not saying like think of them as already lost but start accepting that um they aren't going to be there because the thing about loss unexpected loss is when someone just dies and you don't like you had no way to prepare for it and they were there one minute and they were gone the next but there are times when we know it's going to happen and we still kind of shield ourselves from accepting it and then where they're there one minute and they're gone the next but we never accepted that possibility that they won't be there in that next moment so appreciate every moment that you have with that person um up until you know that time make those really great memories and that's what you focus on is like if you know they're 90 89 years old and their 90th birthday is coming up and you know in the next five years they're probably not going to be here and tomorrow's their birthday or whatever make it huge make it spectacular even if only like five people show up make it the birthday of a lifetime you're going to remember these things when this person has passed you're going to say like you're going to know that just you you prepared yourself for it but also you gave that person positive memories before they left it's just the most positivity that you can can um Give out in that amount of time is like you. You just want to be like a fountain of positivity (laughs) during that time because then, when the time comes, when it actually happens, you are just going to be able to reflect on all that positivity and gain that back instead of dwelling into that. You know, the grief. Which I'm not saying don't grieve because grieving is a natural step in life, and if you don't grieve, you're going to have negative side effects. Um, But there are stages of grief for a reason because it doesn't last forever it's you go through the stages and it's done um i'm sorry my voice is going away now it's part of what's going on with me um it's because like my energy is going way 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 down and even my even talking is starting to be too much energy but i'm i will i will force myself through the next Five minutes, because I'm not done. Um, so, um, my brain loses it too when I get like this. Um, okay. So, when it's coming your way, when you know it's coming, like a hurricane's coming, right? You're going to prepare. You're going to get... You know, everything that you can together, you're going to have water, you're going to go into a safe place. You're, you know what you're going to do when a hurricane comes, when there's negative situation comes. Even if the hurricane is a negative situation, which I was using that metaphorically, but hey, it could be possible. You know that you could possibly lose everything. You're going to be in the basement and your whole house can get ripped away. Where is your planning at that moment? You should be planning. You should be thinking about the possibility. Um, same thing as, you know, something negative coming, um, you know, you know that choices that you make can have consequences that are, that are going to end up negative, right? Um, you know that if you, I don't know, oh, like if you were, you know, sleeping around a bunch, (laughs) You know that one of those people, if you're a dude, you could end up pregnant. You know, like that's something that you, you're just gonna have to prepare yourself because like it's it's possibility, right? Um But hopefully you're not making bad choices. But even if you're like, okay, I'm I'm done making bad choices, you have to think about all the bad choices that you've already made and what the possibility out possibility. What the possible outcome, negative outcome could be of those situations. You could have a kid end up on your doorstep saying like, hi, you're my dad. That could (laughs) happen. So I'm just saying, evaluate all the choices that you've made and the negative consequences that could come from that. Prepare yourself mentally for that. I'm not saying dwell in it. I'm not saying every day, like open your door and every kid that's there for Girl Scouts or to sell Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts or whatever cookies to to be like, are you my child? Don't do that. But I mean, just like prepare yourself mentally for negative things that could come your way. After you've started making positive choices, the negative, like the Bible says, what you reap is what you sow. Those seeds were already planted even after you changed over your new crop. You're like, all right, I'm gonna start planting these good seeds now. Those bad seeds still haven't sprout up yet. So you don't know what's gonna happen. So prepare yourself for those choices that you made. Um, and if you see a negative situation that's coming your way, you know, you, you typically can kind of sense those things like the weather sometimes, sometimes you can't like the weather sometimes, but if you can prepare yourself for it because practicing positivity And focusing on positivity—that's what's gonna get you through the the rough times. Um, If you're in a situation where the bottom falls out, you you know you're constantly feels like it's getting worse by the day, and you don't know what it is. Like you're making good choices. You'd be like, well, I'm racking my brain because I'm making good choices, but like my ex calling me and berating me um, my, at my job. They're about to, you know, close. They're about to just be done and merge with another company and fire everybody. And like, I mean, these are things that are out of your control, right? But you, you know, like, you know, the one with the job thing is coming so you can prepare for that. You can't just be, like, all the way up until the last day, think everything's fine, because you know it's not going to be. But not dwelling in the negativity of it, of the situation, and be like, oh, six months from now, I'm not even going to have a job. But saying six six months from now, I am going to have another job, because I can plan six months from now. I have six months to plan. So that's, you know, a great thing. Um, But you can't help your, you know significant other ex-significant other calling and berating you or whatever um you can if you have absolutely no attachments to them like no children or no you know nothing like that you can just block them out of your life but um if you have children with them then you have to figure out ways to communicate with them which there are there are apps that you can actually communicate about children through one is called like the um I freaking forgot what it's called. I'll be back to you on that, but I used that app um, when discussing, like, custody arrangements and things like that with my ex because he it was monitored by the courts. Like, the courts actually w- look at those texts, so if he was out of line, they would know about it, and he can't just, like, delete the text or break my phone and it'd be gone. It was there with their stuff, so, like, that, that was my saving grace for you know talking to him without being berated by him but like there's always something that you can figure out to get out of a situation like you're never ever too far gone unless you're actually dead if you're dead you're too far gone because you're no longer living so then you would be too far gone but that's the only way and then you wouldn't be listening to this podcast obviously because you'd be dead Unless you're like a ghost listening to someone that is listening to it. Which would be weird. But um, Sorry. I'm trailing off here. And um, I hope that you guys got something positive and good out of this. The girls have been playing for far too long by themselves. So I expect there to be a huge mess that I'm going to have to clean up. And I have to cook dinner. Um, But I really hope that you guys got something positive out of this. Um, again, spread love, light, and positivity everywhere you go. Please email me, ashstarasmr at gmail.com. If you have any requests for any future content, um, and again, I answer every email. It may not be right away, but I will answer you no matter what. Even if you just say, sup, because I got one of those. I just wanted to, yeah, like cleverman83. I just wanted to shout you out because like, sup, it was like 20 years. It was like, sup, and I read it like that too. It made me laugh, but um, at least least to know that you're a viewer and you want to know what's up, Um, or not viewer, I say that, ah, listener, you're a listener to my podcast because you can't view me. Um, so I appreciate every single person who emails me and who listens to my podcast, who subscribes to my podcast and, um, who messages me on Snapchat and I will go through each one of them. And if you have appropriate content for my channel, I will definitely use it. Um content creators are always running out of ideas although i haven't gotten there yet i have a lot of ideas but i will definitely use yours before i use mine because um it's all about giving back and if you need advice about something please don't hesitate i will definitely give you good advice the best advice that i can give um and uh so i will see you guys talk to you guys tomorrow and i lost my ball again (laughs) um that was my daughter she got a bouncy ball and she like bounces it all over the house and i guess she was playing with it and and, like she had lost it before and it was like a hunt like we hunted for this ball everywhere and it happened to be like on the top of like a china cabinet never would have known like we just looked everywhere for hours and hours found it so now she just lost it again so it's gonna be fun I'm going to go on a hunt for a rubber bouncy ball, but, um, (laughs) it's these things that make me smile and laugh about being a parent, it's kind of awesome, um, and I wasn't being sarcastic, it's actually these things that, that make me smile and laugh, and my roommate's daughter doesn't like her smoothie, but I made her great, um, Yeah, obviously, kids need attention, so I need to go. But um, spread love, light, and positivity. Thank you for listening. And I will hopefully talk to you guys tomorrow with some more great content. And it's great content because you chose the content. (laughs) All right. Um, That was just, like, one of my little funny lines. But um, thank you... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And I gotta go be a parent now. Gotta go be an adult. So wish me luck. And if I didn't cover something in this specific one, Superman, my friend that's listening, um, message me and let me know if I like missed anything, if you have any extra questions. If you want to be on my podcast, I also don't mind that um so message me and let me know all right bye bye guys